I'm Yasunawa. I'm Emma, and we're more than meets the eye. And we are here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. Yes, we are. Yes. So our podcast is an aesthetic podcast, um, and we talk about what goes into an aesthetic. So can be fashion, can be music, can be anything under the sun. Sometimes it's more abstract, sometimes it's more what you expect. Um, and sometimes we do PCAs, but this week we're doing a normal aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And what are we doing, Antonella? We're talking about Britpop. So it's kind of... <laughs> uh, so it's kind of like... I'm very excited because... Yes, this is your thing. Or well, you just like I, you I've know a lot a, about it. I do. I know a lot about it and I've had a face. Yeah. So it's like when you put those two things together, it's like one of us... This happens to one of us a lot of the time and then we like thrive in an episode. Thrive? Okay, Emma's going to thrive. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is Britpop? Can you like... Like, Should we uh, talk about our own? Well, just give me like a okay, sentence. Okay. Like sentence? in a sentence, tell me what the pop is. Ooh, like sum it all into a sentence. Basically, just like the most Britishy kind of music, like a culmination mm. of like everything quintessentially British. Okay, yeah. But music. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, and I think it's also like a cultural moment more than it's like even more than it's music because like. It was one of those periods in time in Britain when the music really, like, determined... Like, it influenced the whole culture. Yeah, it was kind of... It, like, bled into a lot of different parts of life. British life. British life. In particular, because, as we British know it, culture. It didn't really take off in other countries as much, so... Yeah, hence the name Britpop. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how did you find out about it, Antonella? I didn't ever really... I never had a Britpop phase, mm. so to say. Like, I... Like, I know who Oasis is, I know who Blur is, yeah. I've, like, heard their most popular songs, but, like, I've never, like, fully delved into it. I actually did, before I even knew who Blur was, I did hear a Blur song, because it was... It's a song that everybody's heard. No, not that song. What? But, so basically, another really famous, important, culturally memorable band known as Big Time Rush... Did no, it a... is. That's the song that everybody knows. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That song. But yeah. they did a cover. I don't know if it was a cover or no, like a they, sample. they sampled it, but they didn't credit it. So yeah. it was like this big scandal. Was it a big scandal? I was it like was. 10, so I have no idea. I'm pretty sure you can like look up articles about it that like are still out there about what yeah. happened. Well, so Big Time Rush had a song called Windows Down. I was obsessed with that song. You were? Yeah. I didn't know that it was actually a Blur song yeah. until I... Like, I heard the Blur song, like, not too long after. I was like, oh, this is also an even better song. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, you probably heard, it's called Song 2, and it's yeah. Blur's, like, most famous song, as it's, like, if they were a one-hit wonder, which they weren't, that would be, like, their one-hit wonder song. Specifically kind of, like, in America. Yeah, it's kind of separated from, like, who they are as a whole, and is, like, this, like, outlier yeah in their music even though it, like is in an album that was like super like influential and blur it's just kind of like i don't know it's like randomly super popular around the world um and like as opposed to like all the rest of blur's music is like very like i don't know just like blur and if you're a blur fan you know it but yeah like, you don't. well if you don't know blur is one of the big four brit pop bands yeah. that kind of defined the genre like if you think brit pop you're gonna Blur's name is going to come up somewhere along the line. Yeah, I want to kind of, I actually want to show, like, the side-by-side of the two songs. Yeah, it's actually kind of insane. I have no idea who thought they could get away with that because it's, (laughs) like, I don't really know what went through the producers' heads, but. Yeah. Also, song two is something that's, like, the guitar is used a lot. Well, like, the whole opening is used a lot in, like, sports so, like, you know how, like, if you go to a hockey game, they'll, like, or, like, even a baseball game, they'll have, like, the little moments in between, like, when they're, like, resetting everything, or, like, they'll have, like, you know, like, the Jumbotron. This is, like, one of the songs that will play, like, at, like, all the hockey games. Like, I work at hockey mm. games, too. I've worked at hockey games. So, like, I know, like, they play it a lot. But, um, yeah. So, you've definitely, like, heard this song before. When I play it, you... It's a cultural moment. You're gonna be like, yes, I know that. <laughs> but this is Song 2 by Blur. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! 
get the gist. But, um, also that song is known for, like, the lyrics that go gibberish. Love that. Like, like, really (laughs) random lyrics, but, um, iconic, you know? It doesn't matter, it's still so iconic. Yeah. So, who cares? Windows down. And here is Windows Down by Big Time Rush, which I was also super into Big Time Rush when I was a kid, so, like, I don't know, like, respect to them for stealing a Blur song (laughs) of all things, you know? Like the same, like literally same. Literally. <laughs> it's actually just like literally the same. It's song. the same song, except like the production is bad. Pop. Yeah, it's like pop. <laughs> it's honestly just like gross but i loved it at the time so hey there's that i did too you know back (laughs) in those days i guess that was technically my first like encounter encounter with Britpop was through big time rush um other than that like i of course knew wonderwall which is like and after yeah (laughs) sing it exactly he, he has like the whole accent so he's like and after all, you're my one to love. That was like. It's a great. Time. I'm not going to try, but I'm glad that you did. I attempted. If I practiced, if I like heard him do it, because I watched it earlier, um, I could probably imitate it better. That was kind of like rough. It's okay. Anyways. It's okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, so I didn't really, never had a phase, never really like delved past the big title tracks of these bands. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. You, on the other hand, have been a, a fan history. for a while. No, I mean, yes, I guess. Okay, I don't know. It's kind of random because I was looking through my photos, like my like photos, which was like, you know how that that can be rough sometimes, and you're like going through photos from high school, and you were like, I did not need to relive mm. this now. Um, but I couldn't actually find any photos from this period. I think I like lost all those photos, which is sad. But. It was actually a very short period that, like, I discovered Blur, and I was, like, super into them, and then, like, I moved on to, like, my next phase, like, pretty quickly. It was, like, only, like, a few mm-hmm. months, but it was in my senior year of high school. Wait, because that was 2017? Started? The first yeah. Half? Okay. 17, Sometime 18. around, uh, December, or the winter slash fall of like my senior year I discovered them because actually um one of my favorite podcasts which is one of the things that inspired me to make us start this um so this is like yeah this is like deeply connected um it is a British podcast and they're really funny but they talk like it was on an all it was like a radio show on an alt music station in Britain Mm -hmm. um and the two guys are like now they're like pushing 40 um, they're like 35 to 40 something around there so like they're older and they like lived during like the 90s but this is like so much depth sorry um but basically like they would play a lot of alt music and one of the guys was really into blur um and I kind of was like oh blur's cool at first and like listening to all of it and then I just kind of got really drawn into blur um I don't remember what started it but I think it was just like you know they're they're more titular titly tracks um, I got more into, and then I just wanted to go, like, basically their first album to their, like, last album. Um, I just, like, listened to, like, I would, like, take an album, and for, like, a few weeks just, like, listen to that one album, and, like, go through, and, like, I spent, like, you know, like, probably, like, six months doing that, um, which was a lot, but, like, it was, it was cool. Like, I was obsessed with Blur, so of course I would do that. Um, so Blur was my introduction to Britpop, um, which I kind of knew about Britpop, when I was, like, learning about all of these groups and, like, listening to this podcast, um, but they were really, like, what got me to know really what Britpop meant, Mm because when I first, the term Britpop is really weird, because, like, it doesn't match up with what it's describing, so I think... Yeah, it's not really pop, but I guess it's more pop in the sense that it's, like, commercial, not the actual sound of it. For sure, I think that's a great way to describe it, and I also think, but the name, like, Britpop, sounds so like sparkly and like it does. You know, it's like very flashy whereas like Britpop is like literally not flashy and shiny no know? and like the like the like major the icons of Britpop are not these like you know shiny pop stars they're no. like <laughs> they're kind of a mess yeah they're, they're rude <laughs> they're drug addicts they're 
problematic. No, they're, they're not role models no. whatsoever. <laughs> but they were, like, real... They felt like real British people, which is why I think they were so representative of this idea of Britpop, which yeah. you mentioned is very British. So Britpop um, began around like the mid '90s, and it, like its peak was like 1995. Yeah, it was literally like mid '90s. Yeah, mid exactly. I say that. it kind of it ended before the '90s really ended, but mm-hmm. like it kind of like encompassed a large part of the '90s. Um, no, definitely drew from a lot of But it didn't go influences. beyond the 90s, which no, is, it, like, it stayed there. Yeah. And it ha- had a lot to do with the fact that, like, the bands, the main bands that were, like, pioneering this, like, disbanded or, like, their mm. albums kind of failed. going to... Yeah. It was, like, the first time that, like, British indie music became that mainstream. And it's, like, we can definitely talk a lot about, like, punk, British punk music and how it relates. Yeah. But... I think, actually, though, like, something that, like, it's a very, like, Britpop in general, like, that kind of rock is a very British thing. You know, like, ever since, like, the Beatles, like, it was pretty much, like, that kind of, like, guitar rock. Yeah, guitar-driven, like, tuneful music. Yeah, it's a very British thing. Like, the Beatles, the Smiths, the Who, like, I feel like those three different, the Rolling Stones, like, all kind of encompass, like what Britpop is. It's basically mm. just, like, a bunch of different influences, which is why you can't say it's an exclusive genre. It's yeah. more like you were saying a moment rather than, like, yeah. its own... Because it it's a short moment rather than, like, you could say punk is, like, this genre of music that, yeah, like, like, has lives. subcultures and, like, lives on and stuff. But, like, Britpop is, like, specifically, like, yeah. this There's very definitely, British. Well, what I think is interesting, too, is that, like, the, the Britpop... Bleh, the Britpop <laughs> influences... Or, like, the things that they influence today are very different from what Britpop was at the time. Yeah. Which is, like, interesting. Like, the Gallaghers are kind of doing something similar to what they were doing. But, like, Damon Albarn formed the Gorillas. Yeah. Or not the Gorillas. Gorillas. And, like, it's so different from, like, what Blur was. And that's... He's the leader of Blur. I said <laughs> Damon Albarn, like, everyone knows who that is. But, um, Yeah. Which, if you, like, compare Gorilla's music and, like, Blur's music, it's very different. But he did both of them, you know? Mm-hmm. He was both of them, so it's it's cool. It's interesting, like, what Britpop, like, led to. Right, yeah, there's a lot of, like, post-Britpop stuff yeah. happening, which we could talk about. Yeah, but and I even think bands like Arctic Monkeys are, like, influenced by Britpop. For sure. But, like, not as directly as you would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what was I gonna say? Uh... UK based we said UK based but like literally like this really only occurred in the UK and like most people like even my parents like who did live through that time period like don't really know what Britpop is because that's, like that's a really important note because it like it was for the first time like a British movement like that's not true not the first time but it was a time where like it wasn't accessible to American audiences yeah. as say like a punk made it over to America like yeah. the Beatles like had their invasion like oh yeah on America's soil, like, I don't know. Um, it was very, because it was a little anti-American. Um, it was so British that it became, like, anti-American in a way. Like yeah. I also read for, like, Damon Albarn, like, it did come, like, he, the direction he wanted to go came from not wanting to be so American. Mm-hmm. So, like, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I think, well, at the time, if you think about, Right before, like, 1995, like, you had Nirvana was, like, doing really well. Like, the whole grunge scene in America and, like, specifically, like, Seattle. Like, all those bands were, like, kind of, like, coming up at this time. So, it's kind of a reaction to that American scene happening where, like, British people wanted to, like, have their own specifically relatable music. It was very much like a... Like, when we talked about in Rococo, like, it's like a... What did we say it was? It's like a rebellion from The previous... Yeah. yeah. It was a rebellion from grunge, just as, like, yeah. punk was a rebellion from, like, the previous... Mod, or, mod Not even mod, more like... Disco and... Yeah, pop. Like, pop music yeah. happening. So, like, everything is obviously a reaction to the previous time music period. Yeah, um, and also, it's... Grunge pretty much, like... It didn't end, but... I mean, Kurt Cobain... He killed himself in 94, right? Yeah, And that's pretty much when Britpop took off. So it's kind of like, they kind of just, like, slid past each other, you know? They existed 
at the same time for a period of time, but it's like they really short like, period yeah, of time. Like, when Britpop when was at its ended, Britpop like really took off. Yeah. Well, there was this one talking about like how British it was there and like anti-American. Yeah. Is there's this um, magazine cover with the frontman of Suede, another like yeah. famous Britpop band, and on the cover there's like the, the Union Jack, Jack yeah. and he's on it and it says like yanks go home so it's like literally like we this is not for you americans like go go which like i feel like we could think was problematic but it's not problematic because it's like i don't know it's like it's It's funny yeah it's It's kind of funny sarcastic they're definitely like it came from a place of not full seriousness you know that's like something that's really unique about Britpop music is that a lot of it is actually funny if you listen to the lyrics because like it has this like very British sense of humor to it that I like I don't know like they say funny things sometimes and it's like when you pick up on them it's like I don't know I crack up all the time when I'm listening to Blair songs because he really just says like really funny things and it's like funny but what I wanted to say too about grunge is um grunge was also very like you know, it was Kurt Cobain who was, like, seriously depressed. So it was mm-hmm. very, like, I hate my life, I hate me. And there was, like, that was, like, part of the sentiment yeah. behind grunge was, like, yeah. being, like, this, like, not in a funny way self-deprecating person and, like, like hating the world and everything. And very Britpop, angsty yeah. and sad. Yeah, Britpop was very much, like, we're not going to be that anymore. We're going to, like, move on and, like, be a lot, like, lighter and still making, like, political commentary but like in a different like way that's a little not like I hate the world yeah even like sonically just sounds lighter and happier yeah just like very catchy guitar sounds and and like simple chords really simple choruses that you can like get like catchy yeah well like like it was gibberish half the time too (laughs) which is kind of like punk like punk was a lot of it was like gibberish but yeah um a lot of it was just like people like british people like could relate to it even if it was just like you know saying random yeah. stuff like it just it was for like british youth yeah and like yeah that's how it resonated and it talked about british youth too which i think is important it depends on the bands i know like blur like a lot of like like one of their most famous songs park life is all about like british culture and it's like that's the kind of thing that like is not as accessible to americans yeah well a lot of their the music like specifically like made references to like places in England places just things in in Britain that like obviously Americans could not relate to whatsoever which made it not take off yeah (laughs) in America aside from like the outlier singles that like kind of made it over like a yeah like yeah Wonderwall song too yeah no no pulp or suede songs yeah over um, I didn't know who they were until this. So. I knew Pulp. I didn't know Suede as well, but I know um, the girl. There's a girl that Damon Albarn and like other Britpop uh, band people like had dated, and she had been in Suede, and then she formed Elastica, um, which is like another Britpop-esque band. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, there was a female member in Suede. Forget what her last name is like Friedman or something Justine is her name um yeah so we can well let's we said the big four Blur Oasis Suede Pulp right we mentioned that um and something else well we said like a lot of things were impacted by Britpop and like even politics were impacted by Britpop like the whole like Tony Blair and like New Labor thing was like Tony Blair embraced Britpop and like they were kind of connected in a way like there was it was very just like something that happened like it's weird because we never experienced any of it yeah it very much was like big and important in the time for britain it makes me realize like how much or just how separated america and britain are we are we're very separated which i don't think i i realized that much or just at least musically like obviously politically we're separated and yada yada but like musically I like I thought we kind of shared like a lot of the same like famous big artists but there's so many like music scenes that like totally missed America that we just never like artists that would just never made it over here but like I'll discover them later I'm like these are really these people are great I also when we were like researching for Amy Winehouse there was a lot of like contemporary female solo singers that like were 
you know, coming up around her time, like British mm. contemporary solo, solo singers. Like, I didn't know who they were, but they were really popular in England and they just never made it yeah. over to America. So this is just like another thing where it's just like, wow, we don't. We're not the same We're culture. not the same and at like, all. Yeah. Despite having the same language and a lot of influences, yeah. like back and forth to each other, we yeah. there's still a lot of separation. Yep. So... Um, that. And then there's real quick. Well, I want to like mention that there was this thing in '95-ish. I think it was like more of like the later part of Britpop, which was like the clash between Blur and Oasis, um, which is basically like something that was really written up by tabloids. But the thing is, is that all these guys in these bands had like big personalities, mm-hmm. big attitudes, and they liked to like blab a lot. They weren't divas. like they were they were divas but they were like rude and like they all had like lower class They were ass too. they were known yeah. for being assholes. Yeah, like that no, was they their really thing. Were. Um like actually like there's this great video that I love. It's actually not great, but it's <laughs> anytime you find like Damon Albarn interviews with Blur from like the nineties, he's so like that typical rock star who's just like mm. I don't really want to answer your question. And it's, like, so... It's almost painful to watch because you're, like... He's just, like, not giving this interview or anything. But it's, like, the... All... They were all like that, you know? That was, like... Like, Liam and Noel or Gallagher are still known for, like, just, like, saying stuff that you were, like, why would you say that? Um, Or, like, Liam's Twitter, because I follow him on Twitter, (laughs) is just, like, insane. It's always all caps. It's always, like... He says Liam XX at the end. It's really funny. Um, But, yeah. So basically, tabloids were like, oh, let's like butt them against each other. And of course, Blur and Oasis were like, yes, like, let's be dramatic and like. Yeah, they, they definitely like added to the yeah. fuel. Um, yeah, so that happened. Well, part of it was that they were also neck and neck in the charts. Always. Yeah, like Blur released Park Life in 1994, and that was yeah. like a hit album that went number Huge, one. Yeah. Then the next year, Oasis released What's the Story, Morning Glory. And that also went number one in 1995. So those two albums put them on the map. Yeah. And then, like, they had, obviously, singles that came out after that that went head-to-head on the charts. Yeah. And a literal battle on the charts. Yeah. Like, they were chart battling, but then the tabloids made them, like, actually enemies for a period of time. Um, And then... Basically, Britpop kind of ended around the second half of the 90s, 97-ish. I read something that was like, when Be Here Now, uh, yeah. an Oasis album came out, like, Britpop ended, which is like... Their third album, like, flopped. And- yeah. And Blur, if you, like, look into their disco- discography, go in a very different direction. Like, uh, the album they released then is... The album Blur. By Blur. Their album, Titled Blur, is a very different direction from, like, their earlier stuff. Like, every album before that is very Britpop, but then after that, they just kind of, like, go into more of an alt-rock thing, and, like, everything that follows that is a lot more experimental. Like, 13, which comes after that, is, like, so different from, like, the normal Britpop stuff. I feel like Um, with these kind of music moments, the bands that are, like, pioneer it, either they it ends with them disbanding or they go in a totally different direction yeah. like clash after like punk kind of yeah. just did their own thing afterwards mm-hmm. but it's like there's two or avenues like the beatles like i mean the beatles like changed the whole musical world yeah. but like after they were like a pop group they started like being very experimental with their music which is like people argue like some of their best music you know was then and it's like yeah because and they like it was less of like this 60s weren't as much of a pop scene after that you right. know you have to like, like adapt to the landscape because yeah. obviously you can't survive if you just keep it, keep making the same music it no, doesn't resonate cannot. with the people anymore so um and we talked about guitar oriented stuff but like it was like this was a period when guitar oriented bands were being embraced again which like they often are in uh Britain, but, like, this was, like, I mean, now we see, like, a lot of, like, we still see a lot of, like, British guitar bands. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, they're big. Yeah. Um, but especially at that time. Oh, yeah, and something else super important that I wanted to mention is, similar to grunge, there was, like, drugs involved in the Britpop thing, um, and this more happened, I guess it was kind of, like, at the height and following more, but, um, like, heroin was big 
just like pretty much in the 90s and like did affect the Britpop scene and like there's a lot of like you know Britpop bands and Britpop singers who sang about the problems of it or sang about enjoying heroin mm. um and like it also like killed a lot of like really famous uh Britpop people at the time so that's sad but it did it was like part of it mm-hmm. you know and that's like the same thing with like Nirvana and like right, all right. the grunge groups you know um and then one more thing I want to add, sorry. Yes, no, good. It's just that it was, like, one of the last, like, grunge, it was, like, one of the last cohesive music moments before the internet. Mm. And then, as we know, after the internet, we kind of get separated into, like, fragmentation of musical culture. Interesting. So it's, like, this is something that, like, you know, it wasn't, like, <laughs> it was kind of, like, everyone in England was aware of it and, like, listening to it. Well, yeah, part of it, like you said, it was a lot of media putting to like budding yeah. um blur and oasis together and like literally the term brit pop was used at the time like it yeah. was already a coined term so it, it did have a very cohesive and like self-awareness that it was brit pop yeah. so yeah and it's interesting like it's hard to tell if like we are in a specific music moment until like it's 10 years later but the fact that you brought up like internet and like fragmentation it really does feel like there's not a specific yeah I mean, there's there always... hasn't really been a specific sound. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's always going to be, like, a trendy sound happening, but no, well, like, cohesiveness like But the problem is now is that there's trendy sounds in, like, pop music, and then there's trendy sounds in, like, alt music, and then there's trendy sounds in EDM, and, like, it can be a different kind of trendy sound yeah. for each of those genres. And because, like, we, you kind of, like, align yourself to what music you like... Like, whatever the trend is there, that's what you're aware of. You're not, you might not be aware of, like, what's happening in alt rock, That's you know? true. Um, well, also, just, like, the way we listen to music is so different now. You, It's insane that you can literally just, like, find any song, listen to it in, absol- in like, two seconds. Yeah. That was not the case whatsoever. Yeah. Like, the, how, the, how easy and accessible music is now is kind of crazy. It and, is. like, terrifying in a way yeah. that you can just, like, consume it mindlessly without... Well, don't take, you take it for granted. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to pay, like, I mean, you have to pay for it, but you can... You don't have to wait to buy the record and, like, make get sure the machinery. you own a record player and then, like, bring it into your house. And you can't, like, skip to any song. Like, you have to just listen to the whole album yeah. through. No, it's no. crazy, as I just said three times. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the look, because it's not look. a lot, but it's, like, something I, with my knowledge of Britpop, had come up with was the idea that, like... Britpop is not visual in terms of clothing, but it's more of, like, the way you, like, photograph things. Like, a lot of that. That's why I think music videos are super important for Britpop, especially because it's, like, the very, like, quintessential 90s, like, style. Um, And, but I also think it's, like, and, like, the grainy photographs and that kind of thing. I think it's, like, they kind of dress averagely i would say um, like normcore if we want to bring that yeah. one up again maybe a little bit of normcore but it's really just like normal like 90s clothing that's why i think we think normcore because in the 90s it was just like yeah clothes yeah you know? um, no, it's very just like typical dude yeah well because the music is about just being like a typical yeah. british person so the clothing is going to be the same and yeah. also i just remember I watched a video today of, like, the 1996 Brits, or it was 1995 Brits when Blur won, like, mm-hmm. best group, and they were wearing just, like, just, like boot-cut jeans and, like, a t-shirt. Oh, they never dressed up. Yeah. The, I mean, most of these groups just, like, never dressed up for, yeah. like, their award shows or whatever. There's, like, a, a picture of Damon Albarn and Paul McCartney, and, like, Paul McCartney's in a suit, and Damon Albarn's in, like, a sweatshirt, and... Paul McCartney's, like, lighting a cigarette for Damon Albarn. It's, like, really funny. I can find it because I think I have it on, like, Pinterest. That's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, they, like, that was, like, that was an intentional thing, too, though. Like, that was, like, if you know, like, Damon Albarn's personality, like, not dressing up was, like, definitely one of, like, it was, like, a statement for them, you know? Because they didn't want to, like, succumb to, like, this, like, wealth and, like, all that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I feel like a lot of the trend with all these kind of British band movements is just like fight the system and yeah. don't oh, follow. Oh, he's, he's not in a suit, but he's like he just like Damon Albarn looks like a college kid and like Paul it's McCartney Paul looks McCartney. like his dad. Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't that iconic? <laughs> That's so iconic. Um, but yeah. Okay. 
there was also though like a lot of like very British things about this the fashion. Well, bowl cuts were like everything, and like I'm such a big fan of bowl cuts. Like I love bowl cuts, so I live for rip out because of the bowl cuts. But they were big. Like everyone had them. It was just like not the '90s. Like everyone had a bowl mm-hmm. cut anyway. So um, track suits were like were like kind of in like track jackets or like it's like a jersey. Yeah, look. lots of football shirts. Yeah, football f u t. B-E-O-L? I don't know how to spell it. British football. Yeah. Um, because they're all into, like, you know, their British football. Yes. And. A lot of it, I thought it was an interesting term was lad culture. Yeah. Well, lad culture is more like what happens now. Lad Britpop is not lad culture. I think it has some, like, I think it's close to it. Lad culture is more like what is, like, what lads are now in Britain because I'm only really familiar with like of lad culture like contemporary lad culture okay. which is very much like the kind of guys that beat people up at football games and that was like not Brit pop it was it's like the guys like I'm trying to see if I can describe it it's like white like American white trash but like made British, British yeah British um, white trash yeah which I mean they're a little bit trashy these guys they're not super put together no but they're like it's not trashy in, like, the... It's, like, a different way. Mm-mm. I feel like they're, like, messy. Like, I guess they're a little trashy. It's just, like, I guess, like, the time difference, like, it feels different. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even... This term, lag culture, is very new to me, but, like, oh, yeah. I just think it's hilarious. I'll, like, <laughs> find you stuff. I'll, like, try to figure out a way to explain lag culture to you better. Um, but it's not really a pop. Like, it's kind of a different thing. Um... It's like meatheads. I don't know. Like, that's <laughs> lads. Lads are meatheads. Lads. I think, like, actual, like, like rugby players. Mm. Like, those are lads. Like, none of these guys. Like, the thing that I love about Blur is that they're literally, like, they're, like, kind of buff nerds. Like, like that's their vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's really. But that's kind of, like, all Britpop, like, sorry, musicians is that they're, like, like, two out of the four Blur members wear glasses and they look like dorks. Because yeah. they are dorks, you know? And, like, same with, like, like, Noel Gallagher is such a dork, but he's, like, also Noel Gallagher, so he's a jerk, and, like, he's loud and obnoxious, mm-hmm. so it's, like, I don't know. It's just funny. I think that's that must be a very British thing, too. Yeah. Anyways. So. Kugels are big. Kugels are, like, giant windbreakers that, like, don't zip down the front. You just, like, pull it over. They're, like, they wear them in soccer in Britain a lot. Union Jacks. Um, I'm the just talking about looks iconic now, yeah. British flag symbol. Yep, Jarvis Cocker. It was a like philosophy guy, political person. Like he wasn't. I don't know if he was like in politics, but he was like known for like something. I didn't really do enough research on him. It's fine. But I looked up like pictures of him and like I read something that was like everyone was trying to look like Jarvis Cocker, and it was like <laughs> it was pretty accurate. Like. Everyone was trying to look like him, which is, like, kind of like a nerd. Um, you know, glasses, turtlenecks, stripes, whatever mm-hmm. you can. Um, mod t-shirts, which is just, like, a slimmer fit and, like, kind of, like, cut perfectly so, like, that ends right where your jeans start. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like, a very, like, 90s, early 2000s t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't like the t-shirt just, like, end perfectly and you're like, hey, that's great. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. Okay, like yeah, it's not like the really long ones. Yeah, like, those were like early nineties, yeah. late eighties. This is more like late nineties, early two thousands. What? The t-shirt, shorter t-shirt. Yeah, but they would wear them. Like they would. I think it's kind of it's a little bit eighties. Mm. I just associate eighties with like big t-shirts. The thing is, yeah, the the t-shirts that like cut off at the right spot were like not baggy you know they were like tighter fitting mm-hmm. kind of like what they would wear in the 60s too that's why it's like okay a mod right right um like so like polos you know um fred perry is like a very like british uh fashion guy and like like label um kind of like tommy hilfiger but it's like known for being very like british and like polos and like mod and like very brit pop um anything else um
for the look. Cover the look. I mean, like boot cut jeans, uh-huh. uh, sneakers, kind of like dad sneakers. Yeah. Just like nerdy. Very dad sneakers, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I feel... Okay, and now I guess we'll do music, right? Yeah, so we should probably talk about music if we are discussing... Britpop, yeah. Britpop, so... And we're going to do a lot of music, so buckle in, kiddos. Yeah. You can... If you don't want to listen to music, you can just end it here, because... No, don't say that. <laughs> you must listen to the music. We must expose you to the greatness of Britpop. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start... Um, I don't know what your tracks are. Okay, so... so I don't know. Should we start with like an Oasis song? Yeah, we'll okay. do both of our Oasis songs. Okay. So y- you're gonna do some B sides. I don't know if they. Do you know if they have videos? Um, some might say it has a video. Cool. Yes. So the first one we're gonna do. Why don't you give it a little intro? So some might say is a B side from their 1995 album. What's the story, Morning Glory? Which is like probably their most popular album album. yeah it has like wonderwall on it so yeah it's their most well-known album i would say and it's also like iconic because the title is what's the story morning glory um and love that we had a our orchestra teacher in uh, (laughs) in high school i once said what's the story morning glory don't know why i said this to him but i said that to him and he said what's the word hummingbird (laughs) i was like whoa Oh my god. It was funny though. Okay. Some might say. Some might say. By Oasis. Just watch the video for some might say. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. You, you can't see it, so maybe I should just cut that. No, I mean out. we could talk about it because I, I think the music videos are super important because yeah. it captures part of like the aesthetic appeal of Britpop. A lot um, of the music videos were very similarly simu- similarly filmed. Yeah. Fast cuts, which is just like when it's a very like uh, in the '60s in comedy, like fast cuts made '60s humor like something that was like for the history books. Um, like super like historical and then like the Brits kind of like held on to fast cuts and like mm-hmm. in Britpop like music videos they use a lot of fast cuts which just mm-hmm. means like going like cutting between different things quickly and sometimes taking like a lot of shots that aren't necessary because they capture the same thing and cutting between them to create a certain effect mm. um, yeah well a lot of the video includes clips from like random things yeah. like, I think it was just like a thing of the earth or yes. just very randomly placed in mixed in with the band just playing live on stage mm-hmm. and like a crowd so a lot of the a lot of the Britpop videos have just the the have footage of the band yeah playing live with a crowd which Some I mean of, yeah. yeah which isn't what all pop music videos do especially nowadays I think it's rare to have like this singer actually playing on their instrument yeah in the video some have like kind of story things but some are just like are just very like everyday like like this is their life you know as a yeah, band like a home like, video yeah, feel a lot definitely of it homemade like feel. they it's like they put together the clips which obviously yeah, they didn't no. but it feels very low budget low quality yeah. which is intentional because mm-hmm. like it's part of like it's part of the aesthetic you know like that was the very averageness of it i'll do my oasis song now yes i'm gonna do a well-known one um don't look back in anger um which it's just my favorite oasis song which is why i chose it um and it's a noel song just so you guys know the last one was a liam song i did not know there was a difference until now you know they're brothers right yeah okay gallagher yeah you're right (laughs) i mean maybe they were cousins i don't know you know this is like kind of a video video um but yeah, this is an old song. And you can just tell by like, I can't tell by their voices, but I can tell by looking at them. Mm. So. I'm so sad and can't wait. 
went back in anger. Yes, this video is a little bit has a bit of a storyline compared to the last one. It doesn't have like a story, but yeah. it has more like a. It feels more like a music video. Yeah, no, ha yeah, it's definitely closer to like what we know as music, music video. Yeah, it's and not just like random like compilation of like them performing. Yeah, they're kind of like performing in like this m mansion. Like, yeah. like all over. I'm trying to figure out what's happening. Don't exactly it's not know. Really, because it's not actually like a story. They just like arrived at this mansion and then they like play all around this mansion. The drummer is like playing in the pool, which is like really oh, cool. I don't nice. know why they did that. And they basically there's like all these girls dressed in white. Um, one has a fro, and it's problematic because she's white. Um, and just also the yeah, quality of the like filming. It. It's very retro looking. It is. It feels like something like from the 60s. And then they, I guess they get back in the car. And, and they go. They don't look back in anger. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know if they do. I don't remember. Is this also from the same album? Yep. This is from What's the Story, Morning Glory. Yes. Which, I mean, that was like their quintessential album. They're kind yeah. of like, they had more than one album, but they're kind of like a one album group, you know? It's funny because I remember reading this that at the time people saw them as like possibly the next Beatles and then they just never oh, really yeah. like had anything else besides Do you know how many that times album. people were like, oh this is gonna be the next Beatles like and then it's just like no they're just they gonna didn't. be their own group, you know? Yeah. They're like their own moment, their own thing. Yeah. Just as Beatles Beatles was. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So what's your next track? So I wanted to talk about Suede okay. a little bit. Um, and I wanted to play their song, The yeah, Drowners. Yeah. And Spade are kind of seen as like the founding fathers of Britpop because this song came out in like 1993, I believe. So it's slightly before like the, the peak of uh, Britpop. With, it was like slightly before Blur and um, Oasis kind of became so big. Yeah, it was like... Blur had a song called Pop Scene that came out, like, at the same exact time as this song. Right. And that is also credited with, like, the start of Britpop. But, like, Blur definitely wasn't as big. But, like, it, they weren't quite as, like, known by, like, all of our As people. Blur. Yeah. Yes. So, this, this has a video. So, Suede. This lead, the lead singer is, like, super iconic, too. Yeah. No, he he's serving a lot of looks in this yeah. video he's got like a little bit of an androgynous thing too he's which... giving me he's like giving me some like kind of like david bowie yeah. like just like androgynous like iconic figures yeah i definitely see that oh and I, yeah this is one of the groups with like justine in it too. yes the name. female <laughs> the female group member yeah <laughs> So in this video, there's there's like some other characters in it, but it's not exactly explicit. It's I think it's like kind of it's not an explicit story. Yeah. Gonna say, right. Yeah. I feel like that's like a theme for Britpop too. Is that it's more about the vibe yeah. than it is about like a story. Yeah. It's just like some random girls walking around. I don't really yeah. know. Um, and the guy, main guy, serving looks. Yes. The front man. His name is Brett Anderson. I believe. Okay. Yeah, he's he has really cool hair in this video. It's like long. He's wearing this like button down shirt that's like not buttoned all the way, and he's yeah. just like dancing he's around. Just, his hair is actually great. Like, yeah, I love that. He's yep. really. I would recommend checking it out just to like get what we're talking about yeah. because it's like, I don't know. That was a cool video. Yeah, I haven't seen that one before. So and just like the typical like '90s kind of music video shots with like yep. the. Like, high, the yeah. up high, the down low, like the perspectives, the fisheye, the, all yeah. that fun stuff we love. But it's a, it's a definitely more of like a production, like like the Don't Look Back in Anger or like um, the other one. Not like the other one. Some might say. Not like some might say. Different. Yes, correct. Different. So. Okay. 
What do you have after that? Um, we could either play Pulp. I guess we should play Pulp because oh, we so haven't played that. One, yeah. So this song is a more popular song by them called Babies. And this video is definitely has a narration. And the song itself is is a storytelling song. So it follows exactly what the song is talking about. Also, the main guy of Pulp, he's also, like, got the super nerd vibe. Which, like, I just love that they're all, like, just nerdy. Like, it's so, <sighs> like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, you think, like, rock and roll man, it's, like, hardcore people. But yeah. it's, like, no, they're, like, nerds. It's so just, like, funny. an average Joe. Yeah. Not even average. Like, he looks like um, David Tennant. <laughs> You're right. Promo videos simply for advertising a song. Babies by When I saw you next day. That that is an iconic video. That was really right? fun. Oh my, oh my god. I love him though. I've always <laughs> loved him, the main guy from Pulp. Um, I don't know what his name is, but Neither do I. he's really funny. He's got like a you know the talking heads? Mm-hmm. He's got like a similar vibe to the main guy from Talking Heads. Um and he also like he is we were talking about how he's like nerdy, he's a huge nerd. Um, like all these Britpop guys, but I, another song that I love by Pulp, Common People, um, it has, like, this similar thing where he always, like, sets up these stories. Like, his, he's very, like, storyteller. Like, he's telling a story, um, but he tells these stories where he's, like, I was just, like, existing, and then this woman hit on me, and I was, like, sure. And it's, like, that's, like, he uses that story so many times, and it's so funny, because it kind of just adds to, like, this character. Yeah, it's just, like hearing him talk yeah just like going off about like some random story yeah but this video is funny because like they they have like specific breakdown of like the setting yeah the climax the they like put text into yeah. it to like signal what's about to happen it's really cute. yeah so it's very like literal and ironic yeah which is which, which is Britpop yeah it's like a big part of Britpop and the lyrics are funny yeah we were laughing because what was it if he was like the one was like I'm gonna take you home I'm gonna give you children yeah <laughs> it's like the song is called so babies funny. which yeah. is also just like hilarious yeah and it's about that um, and we were talking about how um you know all these frontmen are kind of like are we talked about it during the video I don't know if that's gonna get cut out who knows yeah um but we yeah probably um but we were talking about how the frontmen were are in each of these bands are like kind of have these characters that they put on when they're singing um like the guy in suede both of the gallaghers they kind of like continue that character yeah. all the time no it's like it's an important part of being yeah. in a Britpop band you yeah. have to be like kind of like out of your mind yeah. like and damon auburn is crazy so like it it works like they each have like this thing that they just like go crazy when they're singing yeah so it's cool love it anything else for you um in terms of music that's just all i have okay so i'm gonna do the next song I'm going to do is called uh, Only Love Can Break Your Heart by a group called Saint... It's hard because I only know how to say it in French. It's Saint Etienne in French, but I don't. It's like Saint Etienne in English, I guess. Which I'm basically saying the same thing, so I don't know. You can read their name and tell me. Uh, it's like that. Etienne. Saint Etienne. Yeah. Um, but this, the front man is a Are they French? Girl. They're British. Okay, so this is Only Love Can Break Your Heart by Sanity. And also, the, one of the guys in this has, like, an amazing bowl cut. And it's, like, to me, like, the most iconic bowl cut. I love that video. Right? It was so cool. It's it's very, very iconic Britpop. I remember the first time I saw it, I, like, 
literally had the same reaction where I was like, this is so cool. And then I realized that it was like just so Britpop. Like it captures it so well. So there's like any video that I think is like a must watch. It's like watch that because I feel yeah. like that really captures it. Yeah, no, like all the the random cuts to, like, in like insignificant details mm-hmm. are really cute. Just like someone drinking out of a coffee cup, or yep. just like the streets, like tree lined streets. And it has like them, like the two guys are like playing soccer in the background, and she's just like singing in the front it's like it captures a lot of very british things and then also i think the thing with like the paper that they're like drawing on in the background of where they're like performing it's just a very 90s thing like it reminds me of like sesame street you know <laughs> yes okay um, you know just even like the outfits are just like regular yeah regular day fits. iconic bowl cut though like really true he's out here having my dream bowl cut but i don't i don't want a bowl cut for myself <laughs> yeah like, you should just get one I then don't, i don't it. i don't want a bowl cut for myself but it's like just like i don't know i just think it's the best bowl you cut. just support people yeah. who have bowl cuts that's I fair. Love bowl cuts, yeah. they do get like kind of a bad rep so i'm glad that you're out here like oh. advocating for them <laughs> yeah i will always advocate for bowl cuts even the ones that you're like yikes like i just still love them they're just like, um, I'm glad we could like highlight a female in Britpop yeah. though, because a lot of a lot of the big one, a lot of the famous Britpop people were not mostly women. men, and mostly white. Um, yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate, but that's you know what it was. Yeah, so it sucks, but <laughs> but still like was something that happened and like is worth recognizing. Yeah. It's worth pointing out that like there wasn't. Um, coverage of like people of color or like women right in yeah this like I'm sure there era. were people who were doing it but they just didn't have the same mainstream success yeah. or the ability to like get the kind of success yeah the resources yep. like yeah okay next I'm gonna do I'm gonna have my blur moment give us your blur moment uh-huh. Emma do it so I'm gonna do two blur songs if that's okay we're already kind of running long okay so Sorry. I'm gonna do the probably the most iconic blur music video because i think that's important yeah, to highlight no. park life yeah um that's a great video yeah it's also a great song um and, yeah great song the thing i love about this song is that it's mostly um other than the chorus it's kind of like uh spoken word with like a really really heavy british accent which is just like very iconic well they're talking about like the britishness of Britpop, and mm-hmm. that's also just like having a heavy accent in the music yep. so yeah when they when a lot of these artists sing like you can hear their accent when they're singing and it's great you know they're celebrating their own accent um also the like the things that he talks about in park life are kind of british and the music video is like it's very like i don't know it's got that feeling of like a kids tv show like i was saying like sesame street where it's like just like chosen like little spots that like have like block color it feels like fake like a yeah like like almost like a set yeah yeah but like a lot of it is like actually just shot in on the streets of britain um yeah i'll just get through it gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons cracking up because I know all the words. You, yes, you do. <laughs> it's because they're so funny. I love, he's like, one of the lines he says is, I wake up when I want to, except on Wednesdays when I get rudely awakened by the dustman. Like, what? <laughs> like, it's so funny. It's so, like, random, but um, it's great. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening, like, most of the time, but... Yeah, yeah um, you have to listen to it a million times. Like, if you're unfamiliar with these kinds of accents, too, sometimes you have to listen to it a bunch of times. You need, like, you subtitles. Understand <laughs> it, yeah. Um, I found that it's funny, because there's this Irish rapper that I love that you know, um, oh. that we talked about, Kojak. Um, and it's just funny, because, like, I know what he's saying, but sometimes I'll just play it for people, and, like, he says, like, rude things, but, like, it's okay, because the people you I play it for don't know what he's understand. saying, so it's fine. Um, okay. The video is great. It's just like it's just iconic. So much is just filmed in like what's supposed Iconic. to be like a a 
a British, typical British neighborhood, yeah. but it looks like a set, so it's not really one. Because they're all, like, the costumes that the people are wearing, too, are so funny. That is the bassist, in a wig oh. and a skirt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I didn't even recognize dress that. up one of the band members as, like, a woman who, like... It's like sitting on a car. It's really funny. I love it. Um, they just like it's very camp. You know, it's well, it's campy because I guess they're like aware that they're being. No, it's the opposite. It's camp because they're aware that they're being camp. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like great. Well, it's like ironic part of it. Yeah. And it's just like poking fun. I don't even know. They're just kind of doing what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, okay, I want to do one more, but I'm having such a crisis. Oh no. Because I don't know which one to choose. What are your I think options? I'm between Charmless Man and There's No Other Way. And There's No Other Way is like a really early Blur song. Um, but like the music video is great. And Charmless Man is like, the thing is I think it's like the same album as this. So it's like a very similar vibe. Okay. So I don't know what to do. Uh, which one are you more interested in seeing? I don't know. Which which you feel like will bring the most? Just do the one that you feel is- Okay. I think you should all go out and watch Charmless Man because it's a great video, but I think I'm going to go with There's No Other Way because it's, like, a little bit different and it yeah, just kind of shows, like, more diverse. of a range. Yeah. And it's, like, super early um, blur, so it's, like, his hair, he's got a major bowl cut. I love it. Okay. So it's this, supposed to be this very, like, quintessential, like, suburban family, but it's, like, kind of off, and he's, like, he does this thing where he just, like, leans in to the, like, hunches his shoulders up. And like, acts all like like moody, and it's like really funny. You'll see, you'll understand that when I show it to you. But it just kind of like mocks suburbia, which I think is funny. I feel like a lot of their like Park Life also did that too. Yeah, it seems like the thing for them. Yeah, well, yeah, Damon Albarn definitely. So that's, give me your thoughts. I know this video. So So he's giving me like angsty teen boy, like giving it. He's just like glaring at the camera the whole time while everyone's being normal. Yeah, like having a nice family dinner and he's like giving the camera (laughs) a death stare. Like, it's funny. It's great. It's iconic. It's like, so, I don't know. I keep saying iconic because to me, Blur is just like so iconic. So like everything they do, I'm like amazed. I want to mention, because um, we just watched Park Life, or we just played that song, and at the Brits, when Oasis won over uh, oh, over insane. Blur, Aww. I don't want to cuss or curse. Or, I know, it makes me sad. Too. I, I know, it's sad. Up. But instead How of saying... Park Life not win? I know, well, so, they, so Oasis won over uh, Blur, <laughs> as I just said. I'm repeating myself, help. Oh, what was I going? Where was I going with this? And so, like, they sang Park Life, Oasis, on stage. And instead of saying Park Life, they said, like, shite life. Yeah. It's actually not a curse word. Which it's is not? Funny. Okay. Yeah. Or not here, at least. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's, it's actually... It comes from... That word is so funny. It comes from Ireland. And, like, um, it comes from the word gobshite, which means, like... Basically means BS. But it's, like, go- your gob is your mouth. So it's, like, incorrect things that you say from your mouth does that make sense mm-hmm. um yeah so that's like where it comes from but it's basically just like a more british slash irish version of the s word so like yeah i mean doesn't really apply here but yeah <laughs> but yeah so yeah they said that at the brands it was mean but was also mean, but like they were all mean to yeah. each other but i also think it's funny because like i have this very particular idea about music that like I don't think there's, like, good and bad music. Like, I think, like, it's you like it or you don't. And so I kind of hate award shows for music because I just think it's, like, it's just a popularity contest. And it's, like, why, like, that's not what music's about, to me at least. I agree with that. I think, yeah, like, who can even say what's good and what's bad? Like, yeah. Yeah. So we've taken a long time, which is great. We love that for us. Um, Let's quickly, I have a lot of film and TV, but I can just, like, Yeah, I don't really have anything film and TV, so you you can go Okay. TV... 
We got Moon Boy, which is an Irish show, but it captures this like exact time period, so I would like recommend it. Um, and it like has it like has the vibe, you know, Ireland and England are close. You show me that, I remember. Yeah, it's a great show, absolutely fabulous, phenomenal show. Is two females, so it kind of captures a more like female perspective of Britpop, but it's definitely it's like a very nineties. It's like they're fashion designers. It's really funny. Um, these are all comedies because the Brits are good at comedy. In Betweeners is like a lot later, but I think it I've has like the kind of like British teen vibe thing. So I think it like yes goes along with Britpop like suburban in a way. life. Yeah, for a British teen. Yeah, Peep Show is just a good like every another like suburban everyday kind of like sitcom um gavin and stacy same thing but it actually uses a lot of like Britpop music in like throughout the show it's cool and the mighty boosh is just like a super alt british tv show but like the guys who like do it are very like influenced by like like one of the guys like has a band and that band is like influenced by Britpop. so interesting stuff um and then movies um you know train spotting um is like literally this era um uses blur's music in the soundtrack like is very connected to Britpop. like they're like the same thing um snatch is another movie like from the era that like has like the Britpop vibe to it um this is england is a movie that i've mentioned a million times it's not the same era but like it's just good british stuff you know <laughs> um and then submarine is like one of my Ooh, favorite movies i've seen this one yeah great movie. and it's not the perfect time but it like has a it has a very Britpop similar vibe. themes I mean and the way he shoots it too like it definitely like has Britpop 90s influence and Alex Turner like yeah. you know sings the soundtrack and like yeah. you talked about his obviously is influenced by Britpop for sure so it, there's a lot of connections to be drawn there yeah. <laughs> yep so that's my film and TV recommendations um connection to Britpop yes. and now what are you wearing yeah so I am wearing a black t-shirt i didn't really think about what was on the t-shirt i just thought i would choose a random everyday um shirt and adidas happens to be on it they would wear brands though i think that's pretty accurate just like this is literally from like the boys section so like it's a very like you know yeah teen boy shirt like and And it's a simple brand so yeah yeah straight to the point and i'm also wearing these like very retro looking jeans they're not like 80s mom jeans they're like 90s they're definitely like the the jeans that like they wear yeah no i'm i love these jeans so much and i'm also wearing just a sweatshirt over it and some white sneakers white adidas sneakers very everyday yeah like it has the i think the jeans are really solid yeah no the jeans drive drive it home i love that um what are you wearing i'm wearing so i have kind of like a layered t-shirt thing going on because that shirt i feel like i've seen some one of them exactly wear that because it's a very like 90s shirt mm-hmm. um it's just like one of these shirts with like the one like the the one big stripe down them like horizontal yeah stripe. horizontal like around like the chest area and it like i don't know if, like you'll you'll the see colors pictures. too just feel yeah, very it's 90s. very 90s um it's my dad's so i stole that um and I have my mom jeans on, but I have them, like, unrolled to, like, make them seem more like jeans. Um, and, like, I feel like people in the 90s would wear, like, yeah. unrolled mom jeans. And they kind of, like, the mom jean part of it kind of gets covered up by the shirt anyways. Yeah. That's nice. Then Converse, you know, average sneakers. Um, and then I have just, like, some pretty simple silver jewelry because I saw Damon Auburn wear, like, a lot of simple jewelry. And, yeah, I just kind of, like, didn't really do my hair, which, like, your hair works perfectly yeah. though. They have like the yeah. they all have like the the messy you know bowl cut. So yeah. I just kind of like let my hair do it. Your bucket thing. hat, my bucket hat, and my yellow Mac, my yellow raincoat. Um, so yeah. So yes. I forgot I was wearing those because I'm not wearing them now. But yeah, that's my yes. look. I it was very much Damon Auburn uh, inspired. So yeah. yeah. Yep. And we saw the gorillas together. We did see the gorillas. So we saw Damon. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, I I don't know if, like, anybody can relate to this. I'm sure a lot of people can. But, like, sometimes, like, when you're really obsessed with, like, a group or, like, someone. So, like, I was, like, I was not only, like, so obsessed with Blur. I was, like, I'm just, like, I love Damon Albarn. Like, he's amazing. Um, He's crazy out of his mind and kind of jerk. But he's also amazing. Um, And seeing him, like, actually, like, realizing and having that moment that he's, yes. like, 
like I don't know, like fifty feet away from yeah, me. Yeah, no, was wild. like I was like, that's the real Damon Oliver. It was a great concert oh though. Like he put on such a good show. Yeah, just as like a single. Person. So I think he has a daughter that's like our age. Hmm. I mean, yeah. he's like that old. So. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. So cool. she had to been born like, right. She was born like ninety nine, I think. Yeah. So she's like a year older than us or something. I don't know. Craziness. Crazy. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you. This is really fun. I don't want it to end, which is why it's so long. So I apologize. Oh my god. Because to like Britpop is important to me, so it just of like course. feels like like I wanted to do as much as I could for this. So do it justice. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far. Yeah. Love you so much. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. With great style comes great responsibility. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm too distracted by Britpop. Bye. Bye.